This is me, and here we are, and we're doing it. Yeah, we are. <laughs> the Stella and Moonbeam Show. Yeah. Let's get it, baby. Let's get it. Do you know Jen Gotch? I don't. Okay. She's really awesome. Part of what she's known for is she founded Bando, the brand and the shop. And she talks about mental health. And one of the things she checks in is like where she's on a scale from zero to 10, with 10 being the highest because it's the highest number. Sure. Just to clarify. I did that math. No, I ran that math okay. back in my head. Just That quick. checks out. But I like that she used that as a check-in, like a number, like I'm feeling like a 7.1 today. That's pretty yeah. solid. So where are you, Moonbeam? <laughs> Stella. <laughs> Um, I would say today I feel, I feel pretty excited about this project. Yeah. So I feel that that's influencing my mood right now, but I feel like I'm at a solid eight. Wow. Yeah. I feel pretty good. I slept last night, which is a huge factor in my number. Right. And, um, I've found that even if I'm underslept for, you know, two days in a row or, now pretty uncommonly three days in a row even if i do have a catch-up night i feel really good that's where i'm at i would say i'm i'm an eight eight's really great thank you yeah and for you yeah i would say probably like a seven and a half okay and solidly because i'm trying to think outside of the sleep overall i feel there's a lot of things going on but pretty solid and i know that because i can tell when i'm being lazy (laughs) You know, like I'm actually being lazy if I'm not doing something. It's not because I'm like, my mind is prohibiting me. Right. You know. I'm quite lazy, so that resonates. Right, which, you know, when I'm not like in a depressive mode, it's kind of like, mm, this is you, girl. Yeah, you can't actually <laughs> pin no this on your brain. And I kind of want to be like, I'm not, nope, I'm feeling actually great. I just literally don't want to put pants on. I'm and, with you on that. And it's dark, so maybe turn on a light, dummy. Sure. That's an interesting thing to bring up, the distinction between you know too much sleep which is pretty common with depression right or too little sleep which is also pretty common with depression erratic sleeping behavior in general but also my I know now because I know my brain well enough to know when I'm sleeping too much or staying in bed for too long because I'm depressed right and I know when I'm staying in bed too long and having a blast yeah Totally. Like sometimes I just have the best time looking at all the things on the internet, Mm -hmm. laughing, maybe popping back in for a nap. Totally. And coming back up and checking out a show. Yeah, those are my happiest days. It's a great day. For sure. That's a solid Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. With that or like depressive behavior, like my apartment's very dark. Right. And so, and then if it gets cold, and then I don't like to wear pants in general. So I'm already bringing down the temperature. Right. Right. And then I'm like... All of a sudden, I'm in this dark apartment with blankets curled up in a ball on the couch. <laughs> Pantless. Pantless. But honestly, it's a temperature issue. It's not that mm. I'm depressed, although easily could be construed as that. It's literally like just, well, maybe turn on the light. Put a sock on. A sock, a pant. Right. Shorts, even. Pop the heater on. Exactly. That could change things. It would 100% change things. That's an important thing to check in with yourself on, too. Yeah. And for myself, that took me quite a while to figure out. Oh, yeah. Because I think when you're sick first, right? You're sick first, and then it's diagnosed, hopefully. Right. But you've been sick for a while. Right. And so this is who you are. Yeah. This is what you're used to doing. And you know it doesn't feel good, but you truly don't have many other options. No. I mean, there were days when sleeping the entire day 
was what I could do yeah. that day. Yeah. And so now that I'm better yeah. and, and my days that I'm feeling unwell are far fewer, I know when I feel the need to sleep for 12 hours that it's creeping in. Right. I know that that's not natural. Right. But um, it takes a while to figure that out about yourself and your own brain. Right. And only you can determine that. Exactly. Your patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Like you sleep for 10 hours. That's normal for you. It's normal for me. I'm an eight. Yeah. I, I love think an that's eight. pretty normal for yeah. the generation. I'll take a nine. Yeah. Not going to scoff at a nine. No. But I, I'm good on a solid eight. And seven will get you a pretty happy person, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah. I can function. Yeah. A really big issue for me over the past couple of weeks has been my sleep. Right. And... So those who don't know me um, will be so surprised to learn that I rely on medical marijuana to sleep. And I take it... I don't know if they'd be so surprised. I think people will be stunned. I think if your name is Moonbeam, people are going to be like, what? I think this is going to rock people. Okay, well. So... Hit us in the comments. I am... (laughs) I am super reliant on edibles. And like how, what does that mean? So I eat weed and I am a big fan of routines. So I usually get the exact same vegan right. cannabis bar Oh, okay. and I cut it into small pieces. So you know your dosage. I know my dosage. Right. That took, you know, a couple weeks for me to figure out. Right. At trial and error, I got yeah, way yeah. too high for yeah. several days in a row and yeah. that, that was fine. Because you're going to sleep. Yes, exactly. It's bedtime. And it took me a while to figure out what time I wanted to take it for optimal sleep and to not wake up right. feeling groggy. I mean, there's all these factors. Right. But so recently, the laws have changed in California. Yes. And people can buy weed recreationally mm-hmm. with a 21 and over, don't even think it has to be a state ID, but an ID. Something like that. Right. I have my medical rec. Okay. So I am a patient. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And recently I went to the dispensary that I had been going to for several months and they ran out of all my products. Oh. So mm. because I take it every night, I have to buy high potency weed. Otherwise, I would end up spending hundreds of dollars right, on this product right. just to sleep. And yeah, that doesn't yeah. make sense for me. Yeah. So to give you an idea, the bar that I buy and love is $20 and it lasts me about three weeks. Okay. So it's pretty inexpensive. And, and it, you know your routine. And I know my routine and I rely on my routine mm-hmm. for good mental health. And obviously I rely on sleep for good mental health. Yeah. And so I wasn't able to buy my typical products at the dispensary a couple weeks ago and I had to buy some new things and that made me nervous. Yeah. And so I entered into that situation with anxiety and it was exacerbated by the fact that the product didn't end up working the way oh. that I'm used to. Like what, you didn't sleep? Or yes. Oh. I didn't sleep. That sucks. And so over the past two weeks, I'd say I'd have like two sleepless nights and then I would sleep really hard the third night. And I've oh. had that, you know, for two weeks in a row. Yeah. And it's a really big deal for me. And to give a little bit of background, I had undiagnosed depression right. for, I would say, three years. Okay. And I just didn't sleep. Right. And... In some ways, I decided that that was my life. Right. You know, you, you adjust oh, I'm a to night it. owl or whatever. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or like, I just don't sleep well. But yeah. I didn't realize that there were fixes. Right. I was taking like melatonin. Sleep. Yeah. <laughs> sleep is the perfect sleep is fix. A good fix. Yeah. I was taking black cherry juice. So anyway, it's been a long relationship with bad sleep for me. Right. And I had slept very well for a year in L.A., with my bar, my vegan yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And so the past two weeks have been very unnerving for me and I wake up feeling terrible and I go to bed not feeling that great. And so, you know, I've seen a little bit of a decline in my mental health. Yeah. Well, related to sleep, um, I've been sleeping on my couch, even though I have a bed. You do? I do have a bed and I have a partner who sleeps in the bed generally. Okay. And... It might sound like it's a bad situation, but it's actually very comforting because I also struggle with sleep. I will wake up and then I'll be an insomniac and I'll just be like up and about and on the couch anyway, but awake. But if I go to sleep on the couch and I'm undisturbed and I'm like cozy, cozy, I have like a routine. I like to put on friends because I already know everything. I don't have to listen really. Your stories. Yeah. like puts me to sleep. Mm -hmm. I love the sound of TV. How long has this been going on? Almost three years. Really? Yeah. I mean, he seriously thrashes about. He sleeps like a wild boar. A wild boar. I can relate. Sometimes he uses me as a pillow. Like he doesn't realize I'm a human. He tries to put me between his legs and I'm like, I'm not here to help your hips, homie. Like... (laughs) <laughs> but he does and so it's really hard that's kind of sweet though it's sweet if you're not living it sure yeah it's sweet to think of I've done like eye masks like sleep podcasts like meditation yes all the tools all the tools and I just won't go to sleep if I'm lying there and he's snoring and then thrashing like a freaking beached whale or something right so I've been sleeping on the couch which and- is soups i mean it works though did you have a conversation with him about it before that before you made that decision no i started doing it just out of necessity i was like i can't sleep next to this guy and then we did have a conversation at some point because you feel bad like you wake up alone like i don't like to wake up alone and he will sometimes sleep on the couch if i go to bed first because he knows he's a terrible sleeper and he doesn't want to come in and disturb me Hmm. which isn't usually a problem because if i'm asleep i'm fine but I see why he does it. But then I'll wake up and I'm like sad. I'm like, oh, we don't sleep together? It's right. weird. So we had to have a conversation at some point to be like, this is just slip strictly on sleep. It's yes. not because I don't like you. I still like you. I like you a lot. I want to touch you still. I just do. Just not during sleeping time. N- no. Yeah. That's or how f- I feel. I'm the wild boar. Right. So for me, I usually try and separate myself, even if it's just a sleepover. Yeah. Because I'm trying to benefit the other person. Like, I don't want to interrupt their sleep. Right. And ideally, I'd like to, you know, cash in on a couple hours on my own. Yeah, for sure. But I know I'll be snoring. And, Mm. you know, recently, unfortunately, I did fart in my sleep and it woke (laughs) woke you up. Woke me up. That's like a dog. Like, it's like what a dog. (laughs) Who did that? Well, I heard the tail end of it, okay. no pun intended, and it was it was one of those trumpet ones, you know what I mean? So it was yeah. powerful. I, I had some broccoli earlier in the day, so I think my body was just ready to yeah. get rid of that. But, you know, it stunned me. I wasn't ready for it, and yeah. um, <laughs> that's just a perfect example of what could happen if you're sleeping with me. It's very sexy. What? And You gotta put that on your profile. I fart in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm a sleep farter. You won't notice this from my photos, but I fart in my sleep. <laughs> so for a first date, can we not have broccoli? Yeah, or I mean, cauliflower you know what? I have heard other people fart in their sleep, so I'm not going to... Oh, he, he for sure farts in his sleep. Yeah. 
It's fine. They're not usually smelly. I find that it's just rude. Like it I is rude. like literally when he does, I'm like really <laughs> unbothered. Away. Yeah, completely unfazed. Right. And see, that's exactly why I think if I were to enter into a relationship, um, I would need to very quickly figure out the sleeping situation. Yeah. Because I can't sacrifice good sleep for like ten minutes of touching. Yeah, that actually reminds me, my first sleepover with E, he farted. Yes. And I remember thinking... Team sleep fart. I must really like this guy because he just farted. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, back to bed. Like, I just laid there. I I mean, what are you going to do? Leave? Well, it was also my house, so Pack your things. (gasps) Leave. Kick him out. Ghost him in my house. Yes. Go to a hotel. Yeah. But you can't be like, I really like this person, but they fart. You know what I mean? That I mean, cannot be anyone's deal breaker. That just cannot possibly be anyone's deal breaker. It could be someone's deal breaker if they're with me because I'm not a big farter in my sleep. To not your that's knowledge. recorded. To your knowledge. Yeah, we'll have to set this up as like a nighttime podcast and find out. Please. Let's do <laughs> next week. Look out for next week's podcast. Yeah. Where, we record where we're just recording our farts. And playing them back for you. Yeah. So we'll get a lot of subscribers. All right, so talk to me a little bit about your sleeping pattern. Okay, here's the thing. So I said I need 10 hours of sleep. You did. Which is true, but it's also like I think that might be lately because it's also been alternating with not a lot of sleep, like Mm. six hours or just very erratic or like just can't, I can't get to sleep. So... I have done it before where I've done like sleep tests on myself where I like set an alarm and I wake up at certain times and try to know like, okay, after seven hours, I feel like this, seven and a half. Then I, then, which could have totally changed, I was closer to like a seven or seven and a half, I think it was. How long ago was this? A few years. Hmm. I'm still living in New York. I haven't done that recently. Uh, shout out to my upstairs neighbors who go to bed right after I do. Perfect. And make all the noises. It's like they wear clogs as their bedroom slippers. Okay. And then they seem to be sleeping on the ground. So then, like, they put their phone down, and I can hear it. It's really weird. You can hear your neighbors put their phone down? Phone down. And then when it goes off, I heard the alarm go off this morning. I wonder like, why they put it on the floor. They don't have a nightstand. I'm thinking they're on, like, a mattress-to-floor sit. Maybe they're doing, like, a Japanese. I think they're doing, like, a hipster thing. Like a poor. Yeah, like a poor hipster. They don't have furniture in their home. They need to invest in some rugs. And what I am going to recommend to you which you probably have already looked into, is a white noise machine. Okay, so my white noise machine is called Netflix. Okay, that's not the same thing. I know. Sometimes when E's not home, I will put on Netflix in the living room and then walk into my bedroom. I've done that. Oh, that's good to Are know. Are you kidding? No, I've done that. Because it's like, I don't, and I, it has to be something that's a repeat and I, so I don't focus on it. Yeah, your bedtime stories. Yeah. The office. Yeah. I do a family guy from time to time. Yeah. But it has to be low vol. Low vol. And it has to be something I've seen because if I am intrigued or I don't know what's, if my brain like registers like, you don't know what this is. Yeah. I'll you're going to wake up. What? But if it's just like Michael, Michael Scott. Oh gosh. Yeah. Clowning. Clowning. Then you're just going to sleep with your best friends. Exactly. Yeah, because that's the thing is I've done, there's actually one sleep podcast that I like that he literally just talks about stories and it's so boring and he purposely (laughs) knows his purpose is to be boring. What's it called? 
I gotta look it up. It's on my podcast. I want that to be my career. You're too interesting. Oh. He knows, like, no one. He must have been, like, at so many parties being like, no one, no one. Everyone hates my stories. They hate this. It's so bad. I'm putting people to sleep. I might as well actually put people to sleep. Good for him. And he literally, he knows he's just gonna ramble. And it's such a service. He's telling me the most boring shit ever. So I'm like, bye. Like, bye. My subconscious, like, me too. Bye. (laughs) But it's not even memorable enough for you to know the name. Yeah, that's it's a bad, <laughs> bad marketing. You're like it's a double-edged story. I, it's boring. I love it. I love it so no much. No idea what it's called. It's fantastic, yeah. and I can't tell any of you about it. Perfect. It's that unmemorable. Do you have a period that you can think of when you like experienced insomnia for a long time in a row, like many days in a row? Yes, but it, I don't have like a distinct one time. Yeah, mine was more. I've been dealing with it off and on here. And then I remember there are a lot of times in New York where people were like, wow, you're so great on your email. And I'm like, yeah. But also because I couldn't sleep. I would try, I would try everything and literally just be like my eyes just burning open and be like, okay. Mm. And at that point I was like, okay, well then I might as well be productive, which again, then it like starts to feed into your sleep cycle because if you're like actively on a computer looking at light and doing stuff at three in the morning, like... How do you recover? You're up. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then my circadian rhythm was all off. Yeah, your body thinks it's morning and it's time to get going. Yeah, it's a whole thing. So now I purposefully am not up and I'm not trying to do anything at two in the morning, which I don't know which is better because then I'm literally just laying there laying there, or just watching friends for the 50 millionth time. I think that's better. You've had experience with not sleeping. Yeah, I mean, you know, I you listening to you reminds me that I my father's an insomniac. Oh, and so I grew up sort of always being aware of his sleeping patterns. Right, and he was always awake at weird times, or he would be awake through the entire night. But he would just like start his day the next day. Right, like he always had a job. He had two kids. He had a wife, and he just continued to do life, and it right. never seemed to me like it was hindering much so I just kind of thought some people are insomniacs and that's yeah. okay as a, as a kid yeah and then as an adult you know once my responsibilities increased it was like okay no I need to fucking get some sleep because I am scared of my brain right now right um and so what I was starting to realize and notice over the past I would say five years in my journey <laughs> um is <laughs> that I I really had to prioritize sleep right and so that often meant when I lived in New York that often meant saying no to things right which is kind of like a hard thing to explain to people like no I can't go meet you because I need to sleep yeah but when you have experienced several days without sleep yeah you lose it so I don't think I figured out that I had an issue until maybe 30 about 30 right it was a weird pivotal moment for me yeah and I had experienced like a pretty traumatic year in 2012 yeah and I had a loss of a job and I had a death and then I had do you remember when my apartment like the I was subletting and the person I was subletting from that's a whole hullabaloo it was it was a real to do to do she moved back from Cairo collected every ounce of her furniture and right down to like kitchen utensils like things you you really overlook and don't think about yeah she took everything oh she knew she was kind about it but it was such a traumatizing day she took the shelves yeah. Off the walls yeah. in my in my tiny ass Brooklyn studio. Which she's 
entitled to, but it's so jarring. No, it was all hers, and yeah. it was fine, and we were on the same page. Yeah. But when I looked at my home, yeah. it looked like a tornado had come through it. Yeah. I had no furniture. I right. had no utensils. So anyway, all these things happened within like two months of each other. Yeah. It was devastating to me. It sucked hard. Yeah. And it wasn't immediately clear that I was having a mental health issue and it wasn't immediately clear that I was having a sleep issue because right. I was so focused on all of the stuff that was happening yeah, around the me. outside things. Exactly. Yeah. And so internally I wasn't looking into it at all. I just knew that I wasn't feeling well. Right. I didn't even know how to say I'm not feeling well because I really had no frame of reference yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. But I think my kind of um, a very aggressive approach to sleeping came from like three years ago. I had three nights in a row where I didn't sleep at all. Yeah. I didn't sleep for even one minute. And I was just awake in bed. Isn't that like the max you can go without sleep? That's like... I'm not sure. I mean, it, it truly did feel like torture. After night one of no sleep, you know, we're t- you're at 24 hours. I was thinking, okay, I'm not well. Yeah. This is not okay. Yeah. But surely the next night I'll sleep. It'll be fine. Yeah. Or I'll be so tired from this. I'll be so tired. I, ha- I have to sleep. Right. So not, not particularly worried. I'll get through this work day. I'll go home and go to bed. Didn't sleep night two. Yeah. Now things are starting to get terrifying. Mm-hmm. because my all my cognitive thought is gone. My motor function mm-hmm. is like failing and I still have to go to work. Right. So I think night two, if I remember correctly, I didn't go to work because I thought I'll catch up on sleep during the day. Oh, right. Like, I'll just no problem. for that. Yeah, yeah no problem. Yeah. I didn't go to work, was underslept, was fine. I fortunately worked at a company where no one tracked my days off whatsoever. Right, great. I was just doing, well. doing my thing. Do it. And so I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep during the day. And then that third night came and I didn't sleep again. And I was like, I I literally don't know what to do. Like my eyes were burning. Yeah. My head was pounding. Yeah. I had such an intense headache. I could barely form words. Yeah. And so I decided I had the bright idea to ask my coworkers if they had any drugs to help me go to sleep. Right. Oh, yeah. Because by the way, night one, night two, night three, I had still tried to use all my tools. Right. So I just kind of surveyed my coworkers and asked them for drugs and one of my coworkers gave me like these two pills and today I have no idea what either of them was like could have been pretty dangerous yeah but he gave them to me yeah thank you yeah and I performed this whole elaborate ritual that night that included a bath I like was playing soft jazz oh gosh I had the lights down low I'm talking about like a ritual yeah yeah you went in we did a sleep mask that night I still did the melatonin Mm. I did the tart cherry Mm -hmm. um I meditated Mm -hmm. I did bedtime yoga Mm -hmm. I did all these things yeah and I took the drugs and I just prayed like if I don't sleep tonight I'm gonna die I literally thought that I was going to die well yeah you have to sleep to survive you have to sleep to survive, and it doesn't feel great when you're not sleeping. And then biologically, you just can't process things. You no. can't, there's no room for like your emotions. My brain was a potato at your that brain, point. Yeah, there's so much wrong. I was unavailable. You couldn't, there's no recharge. Who knows what was going on with all those little cells? No. And who knows what was going on in the world around me? I no. couldn't tell you. Yeah. I have no fucking clue what I performed at work. World War Three happened. Who I spoke to that day. Yeah. yeah. Probably. I missed yeah. it. But so the end of that story is that I finally did sleep 
thankfully. Yeah. And it kind of opened my eyes to the idea that there could be some medicine out there that could help me maintain sleep. Yeah. And so I think that was probably 2015. And it was like the beginning of the idea that I could be better. Mm. Yeah. Until that point, I had been sleepless in Seattle for like years. Right. And I just resigned and said, this is my life. Like, I don't sleep well. Right. And this is who I am. Right. But over the past couple of years, I realized that that doesn't have to be true. No. So it's kind of good at like the breakdown forced you to be like, there's got to be a better way. Absolutely. And then you come on your journey to where you are now. Still experimenting, but cannabis. At least you know weeds out there. Yeah. You know, it's an option. Yeah. I'm glad you're on your journey. I feel like I have to reevaluate my journey now because I know what it's like to have insomnia very regularly. And then coming into this new version of it where I'm like, oh shit. Like now looking back, yeah, that's that's it. It just looks differently and I have to solve it differently. Yeah. I think one of the worst things about growing and changing is that we very rarely can see what's happening while we're in it right Right. we can look back and reflect and hopefully shift things and update it and I didn't realize how bad it was until I started to sleep totally and now that I do sleep really well and I am prioritizing that it's like oh my god how did I even make it yeah I really don't know yeah you just like muscled your way through it yeah, so knowing your own pattern and knowing that it doesn't have to look like someone else's because it's kind of cool that you realized in your dad that he had a certain pattern. You're like, oh, okay, this can be normal. Right. But also that doesn't have to be yours. No. You know, or it may not, not work mine. for you right now. Well, know? yeah, that's the other thing is that shit changes. Shit sure does change. Shit sure does change. Shit sure does change. Especially as we age, like we just need different things. We yeah. need more water as we get older. Right. We need less pollutants as we get older. Yeah. We need different type of movement and we need different types of sleep. Like we need different lengths. Like yeah. that shit's going to change probably forever. Just like how old ass Nana's only need like three hours and they just wake up and they're good to go. Doing some other stuff. It's always the same thing where you do the work and then you expect you're done. You right. Know? Like, I already did. I, I know my sleep. It's like, well, bitch, you're constantly evolving. So yeah, surprise. Evolve your sleep. Now you need that. And this. I'm like, no, I did that in 2002. Checked it off. Goodbye. I know it's 2018. <laughs> my sleep is handled. It's done. I no longer <laughs> want to visit the issue. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> well, that's the other part of like personal growth. It's like, it's literally always... <sighs> It's like not just you're done and you close the chapter and that's it. Yeah, I know. Growing is so whack. Sometimes I wish I was just like a deadbeat, like a permanent. Yeah. Yeah. And just like an ass. I mean, you're doing okay on that. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Stella and Moonbeam show. Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We need your help to spread the word. Our theme music is by David Bowick. We are on Instagram and Twitter as Stella and Beam, and we'll see you in two weeks. 87187. Okay. Debt murder. <laughs> that was the case they gave me, so I'm like, okay. Got the case. <laughs> Got the case. Not much else I can do from here. Let's go.